us. And I also want to thank you for <coughs> having Celebration Sunday today. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Children's church uh, uh, times are always the best because you get two sermons for the price of one. Um, so we have some announcements to move into. Uh, we do have an I'll Be Home for Christmas brunch potluck for all of the ladies and children Yeah, on Saturday, December 11th. is at 9.30 a.m. Uh, you can sign up in the foyer or call the church office. And uh, bring your favorite, you guys know how potlucks work. Um, we will have a Bible study starting in December that will take place during second service in the history room. Yeah, no, you can come for the service and then go get a little extra study. It'll be with Mike Machozik leading it. For more information, you can contact Mike Machozik or call the church office. Our Christmas Eve service is December 24th, and the home church will be putting on a Christmas play. Now, invite the whole family. It'll be good, I promise. Uh, I know the writer and director. <laughs> there is a Christmas play practice today. It's in the gym after the service, so this is for everybody involved. If you have any involvement already, come see us. If you want to be involved, come see us. Uh, if you want to get a sneak peek early, don't. It'll spoil the surprise. Uh, <laughs> come on December 24th instead. And at this time, if I could have everybody put their hands together for Pastor Carlos. Hey, hello, hello. Good morning, church. Amen. Who's ready for Celebration Sunday? Amen. 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 Um, real quick, before I, even, before I even start, who has a home church mug? Y'all got a home church mug? Okay, hold on one second. Hold on. One second. We got the new women's church mug. What do y'all think? Um, I've already heard some testimonies, some stories of what God can do when you have somebody over to your house who's not a believer. And you got to make sure they're holding it like this so they can read homes for everyone. It's where we belong. Home Church of the Nazarene. Amen. Um, <clears throat> so I would encourage you husbands, um, or if you've got a girlfriend, this is a rose right here that will last forever. <laughs> Unless you break it and, while you're washing dishes, and then we've got some more in the back, okay? <laughs> Amen. 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 Well, this morning, I'm very excited to announce, um, to thank our home church staff. But before we do that, we have a birthday up in the house. Uh, can somebody say happy birthday to Joe Sutherland? Happy birthday. Any other birthdays? Any other birthdays? Okay, all right. Let's see here. So um, as I introduce the staff, um, if you could come up and maybe find a little dot so we can um, kind of look uniform for a picture that I want to take. So first and foremost, I want to thank my two uh, secretaries, uh, I'd like to please give it up to Rachel, a.k.a. Ricky, First Lady. Amen. Thank you. Right there is fine. Yeah. 
Uh, next up, Miss Jennifer Metzger. Thank you. Jeannie Adams. Uh, Pastor Pepe, uh, he's watching online. He is across the, uh, he's all the way on the other side of the United States. So can we give it up for Pastor Pepe and Nora? <laughs> Pastor Barb? Yeah. Mr. Matt? Amanda? Pastor Agapito, Agapito, you here? He's, oh, he's, Agapito, why don't you come down, my brother, come down. Mr. Juan. Miss Jane, Miss Jane Morrill. Michael Metzger. <laughs> Miss Anita. Oh, 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 oh. Here we go. Let's see here. Here you go, Miss Anita. There's some room over here. Uh, okay, all right. Okay. Let's see. Where's Agapito? Uh, you're right here. Here you go, my brother. Yes, yes. And let's see. Amanda is yours. Barb is yours. So I know every Sunday, so many people are like, Pastor, you're so amazing, you're so great, love the sermon, love the, but I got to say, this is my dream team. Uh, we forgot one person, but he's going to stay up there, because that's where I want him, Mr. Luke Rupp. So may I say, uh, staff, if you can just look at me for a sec, I'd appreciate it. I'd so appreciate it. I just want to say, when I say dream team, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I, I hang out with pastors every once in a while, and sometimes you, you get the sense and the feeling that they, they, they want this person, or they want this 20-year-old person, or this 80-year-old person, whatever it is they want. But I'm, I am so blessed to say, I don't need anything else but God and you. That's all I need. We have the dream team. Can we give them a hand as they take their seat? Thank you so very much. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. Amen. So who's ready for membership? These are people who have said, hey, you know, I, I want you to be my pastor. I want you. We have people who come to this church for many years who have never become a member. And they're still, they're still part of the family. They're still members. But they have, taken that, that they have taken that step and said, I want to be committed. This is my church. This is my family's church. And so we want to, um, if I can get the, if I could please get those, Jen. Thank you so very much. So as you guys come down, I would appreciate if you could just face me. Um, if you could, uh, and then afterwards, we'll take a picture uh, with you facing the crowd, your family. So can we please give it up to Donnie Brown, Tracy Brown, Milagros Vincent Medea. Donnie, it's for you and your wife. Thank you. 
Andrew Millam. Elizabeth Palomino. Tori Espinoza. Oh, Tori. Ruben Espinoza. Sister, my brother, thank you, thank you. Miss Laura Watkins. Neil Watkins. Majesta Painter, Brett Painter. Go, sister. Neil. Chester, Brett, David Orozco. Oh, thank you. Huh? Yes, yes. Emily, uh, David, this is for you. Uh, Emily, Emily, I'm sorry. David, that's for you. Miss Emily Bryant, give it up to Emily. Emily. Misty. Yeah. yeah, give it up to Misty. Here you go. And last but not least, I believe the card, um, I believe the card, it's okay, it's just a card. We get it. Last but not least, Lisa and Mike Crawl. <laughs> come over here. So I want to ask you all a question. Do you believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? Yes. If so, I say yes. Yes. Do you commit yourself here, not only to God, first and foremost, but to your church, home church of the Nazarene? If so, say yes. yes. Now to the church, do we, who are members here, Congratulate and commit to accepting those who are standing here. If so, say yes, we do. Yes. Now, I would like you all to turn around. Can we congratulate them? I would like to pray. I would like to pray a blessing over you all as you're looking. So we still all bow our heads. And there are many people who couldn't make it here this morning. I've received many texts. Those who are watching online, you know who you are. We want to pray for you. You are family. You are with us this morning in spirit, and we want to say thank you for joining in. Um, and you also um, are a part of this, so please pray with us as we pray for our new members. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to lift up each man and woman who's standing here, uh, teenager. Lord, really, they're, just your, they're your child, and I pray a blessing over their life. May this be a fresh start. I pray, Lord, that their eyes be focused on the future and not the past. And, Lord, I pray that you would also help me and give me the strength, God, and the, the wisdom to be able to love, to serve, and to help that they may 
see all that you have for them and their families. I am so excited to see what you're going to do this next year through them, through us. We give you all the praise and the glory. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. 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 Let's congratulate them one more time. Thank you. You may find your seats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Matt, thank you. I told you we had an exciting service, and this is just the beginning. We are, <laughs> we are clocking time. So uh, at this time, we'd like to thank everybody who has been faithful through your tithes and offerings. Uh, we talk about this every week, but there are multiple ways that we worship God. Uh, we will be giving him song here in a minute, and we also give to him what is already his, that he has given to us. So we offer three ways to tithe here at the church. You can do it online through our website. You can do it in person. We've got a box at the back of the sanctuary. You can mail in a check. Um, so once again, just thank you for everybody who is continuing to remain faithful uh, through any kind of trying times. And uh, that consistency is part of discipleship, really, and part of what we do here. So if I could have everybody bow their heads as we pray over it. Father, we want to come before you today and thank you for the opportunity to meet together, the opportunity to, to give what we can. To, we ask that you would bless this worship, bless the offerings, and use it to soften hearts and to glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Matt. So this morning, um, with a heavy heart, but also with a, um, excitement, uh, some of you have noticed we have some balloons here in the pews. And it's not just a balloon, but these balloons signify uh, those who have passed, uh, those who are no longer with us, in flesh, um, but are with us in spirit. And so this morning we want to remember Bob Heaton, Ren Banks, Mary Mallison, Dave West, Del Lewis, and Joyce Clark. And Brother Ted, if you could do me a favor, can you grab your wife's balloon right there? And put it right next to you. Do we have the Lewises in the house? Are they here with us? Okay. We have your balloon right there. Dale, Lewis, okay. I want to read a scripture before we worship this morning. It's out of John... Chapter 14, verse 1 through 3. And it says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have 
told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. Can I get an amen? Amen. 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 Let's all stand. And uh, thank you. It, matter of fact, Miss uh, Valerie, could you actually, could you grab a balloon for Jack? He's right here. Thank you so very much. Amen. So these balloons signify they're with us in spirit, but also they're floating because they're up in heaven. Amen. 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 And so for those who have a balloon after the service, if you do me a favor, if you can take your balloon and meet me, just be patient. If you could, please meet me in the, in the outside. And I'd like to um, say a prayer for you all with the balloon. And we're going to let go of the balloons together that they may reach your loved one in heaven. Amen. I don't know about you, but they're also celebrating with us this morning. Amen. This song goes to them and to those who remain here on this earth for a little while. Oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, Lord, I The saints go marching, and when they march, and when they march around the throne, and when they march around the throne, oh Lord, I want to be in the beautiful day that's going to be amen carlos you ready okay here we go one two three. Oh, when the saints go marching in
to be in that number. I said, oh Lord, I want to be in that number. Who can testify with me this morning, amen? I said, oh Lord, I want to be in that number. When the saints go marching in. Don't mind me. I'm going to get excited for Jesus. Amen. Sweetie Pie, you do me a favor. Can you uh, come up here real quick? And uh, for some reason, my the cords ain't showing right here. day when all technology goes out and nothing works and all we have is an acoustic guitar and some singers that's all we need amen amen because i said saturday was silent surely it was through since when has impossible ever stopped you Saturday was silent, surely it was through. Since when has impossible ever stopped? Yeah. Friday's disappointment is Sunday's empty tomb. Since when has impossible ever stopped you?
do Just as the man there was thrown On the bones of Elijah If there's anything that he can do Just as the storm that was born This is the sound of dry bones rattling. Oh, put your hands together this morning, church. This is the praise, make a dead man walk again. Up in the grave, I'm coming now. I'm gonna live, gonna live again. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. One more time, this is, yeah, I say. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. This is the praise, make a dead man walk again. Up in the grave, I'm coming now. I'm gonna live, gonna live again. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. This is the praise, make a dead man walk again. Open the grave, I'm coming now. I'm gonna live, gonna live again. This is the sound of dry bones singing that last part I heard somebody say wow that's what Jesus said up there he's like wow don't they sound amazing amen, amen. amen.
Amen. Let's bow our heads this morning as Pastor Barr prays over the sermon this morning. Hallelujah. Did you all know that there's one word that is the same in every language? It's hallelujah. May we get a hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Our Heavenly Father, we do approach your throne of grace, thanking and praising you because you are worthy to be celebrated. We thank you for this Sunday when we can celebrate so many good things that you are doing here at Home Church. We thank you for the new members. We thank you for our adult choir. We thank you for the congregants. We thank you, Lord, for all of those who will be baptized. We thank you, Lord, for yourself and for what you've done on the cross for us. And Lord, we thank you for our pastor and pray that as he brings the message to us today, you will give him the holy boldness, the peace, the grace, and the mercy to pray for us, to preach to us, and to be with us, and we thank you for that. Lord, we have so many things to be thankful for. We thank you for the American holiday called Thanksgiving, and may we remember to give you, the living Christ, our thanks. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 for that beautiful prayer. Let's sing out that one more time. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. dismissed him and thank you may be seated this morning thank you so very much I was at a pastor's meeting and I'll never forget one of the discussions was we got to get how do we get rid of the hymns without getting rid of them how do we skip past the hymns and go I'm gonna tell you right now we don't need to get rid of no hymns yeah. amen <laughs> wow 
Amen. Amen. This morning, um, my name is Pastor Carlos, and I just want to say thank you if you're visiting with us here at Home Church of the Nazarene. Uh, we are so blessed to have you. Amen, church? Amen. Amen. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, it's been a crazy morning. I'm trying to get all situated over here. I'm excited for baptism. Yeah. Amen. Uh, but I'm also excited for this, for this sermon this morning. Um, last week, the enemy hit me hard and was like, why are you preaching this right now? And I was, and I was saying, man, it's been, a, been like a year and a half since I preached on this. But um, we don't, I don't need to preach on this because as a church, how many know it's an amazing thing to be out of debt? But, but the Spirit said, but you're robbing the people. You're robbing, you're robbing my children if you're not going to speak this. So I said, okay, I'm going to preach it. And by God's grace, we did. And I've already had two testimonies of people saying God's already come through in my finances because I've been obeying. Yeah. It hasn't been a week. Amen. Um, and so before we start, I got a little story here I want to share with you um, about a couple who... Uh, Got married 20 years ago. It says right here, a Minneapolis, uh, mini, Minneapolis couple decided to go to Florida to thaw, out, to thaw out during the icy winter. They planned to stay at the same hotel where they spent their honeymoon 20 years earlier. Because of their hectic schedules, it was difficult for the couple to coordinate their travel plans. So the husband left, to Min left Minnesota and flew to Florida before his wife on Thursday, while his wife planned to fly down the following day. The husband checked into the hotel. There was a computer in his room, so he decided to send an email to his wife. However, he accidentally left out one letter of her email address and sent the email without realizing his error. Meanwhile, somewhere in Houston, a widow had just returned home from her husband's funeral. He was a minister who was called home to glory following a heart attack. The widow decided to check her email, expecting condolence message from the family and friends. But after reading her very first email, she screamed and fainted. The widow's son rushed into the room, found his mother on the floor, and saw the computer screen which read, to my loving wife, I've just arrived today. I know you're surprised to hear from me. <laughs> they have computers here now. <laughs> and you are allowed to send an emails to your loved ones. <laughs> Since I've just arrived, I thought I'd send you an email. Everything has been prepared for your arrival tomorrow. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you then. Hope your journey is uneventful as mine was. P.S. It sure is hot down here. <laughs> how many of you know... How, how many of you know you, you, you can receive a message that's correct, but interpret it the wrong way? <laughs> Amen. And, and I want to, I wanna, good to see you, my brother. Good to see you. And I want to say this morning, 
Except this message is correct. Don't interpret the message the wrong way. Amen? Amen. Giving thanks part two. We're going we're gonna to wrap up on our series, our giving series. It's been said, if everyone in your church followed your pattern of giving, would God receive a token, a tip, or a tithe? It's a little too quiet right there, so I think, we're all, I think I'm on the right path right now. <laughs> point number one, I have a point, I'm going to give my point right now. God can use money to demonstrate his power and faithfulness, amen? amen? There are so many stories of people receiving supernatural blessing, provision from God, because how many know our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he's here to do it today. I want to go to Matthew chapter 17, we're going to read verse 24 right here, just a quick, we're going to go through some stories. I'm scripture happy today, so we're going to go through some stories that I've picked out um, with some help. Amen. When they had come to Capernaum, those who received the temple tax came to Peter and said, does your teacher not pay the temple tax? Does Jesus, your friend, does he not pay this? He said, yes. And when he had come into the house, Jesus anticipated him saying, what do you think, Simon? From who did the kings of the earth take customs or taxes from their sons or from strangers. Peter said to him, from strangers. Jesus said to him, then the sons are free. Nevertheless, Jesus right here, man, I love, man, I love it. Nevertheless, lest we offend them, go to the sea, cast in a hook, and take the fish that comes up first. And when you have opened its mouth, you will find a piece of money. Take that and give it to them for me and for you. What does this teach us right here? No, it's not fishing. They had a temple tax in those days, and Peter, uh, they asked Peter, does Jesus, does, does your friend, does, does the teacher, does he pay this? And when Peter came into Jesus' presence, Jesus already knew, and he said, go to the lake and fish, and the first fish you catch, I want you to take that and open its mouth and grab it, grab that money out, pay mine, oh, and pay yours. And here's what I need you to see. God superly, supernaturally met a need. In other words, Jesus does, Jesus like, you know, I don't have the money right now, Peter, but it's okay. I'm not stressed out about it because I got the power to get the money. And God can help you to get money and find money in unexpected places, even in a fish's mouth. Amen. But what I love about this, too, is Jesus told Peter, go fish, which, which he's telling Peter, why don't you go work? I don't want to hear anybody else tell me they can't find a job right now. <laughs> Amen? He says, why don't you go work, Peter? Because fishing for me is a hobby. I, I, oh, yeah, Jesus, I'll go fishing. No, but for Peter, it was work. Why don't you go work, Peter? I know we're chilling right now. We're having a good time. We're hanging out with the, with, with the, with the, with the friends. But why don't you go work? And when you go work, take mine and, oh, and, and get yours. And we're going to be covered. God can use money to demonstrate his power and faithfulness to you and I. That was point number one. The question is, will we obey him? Amen? Speaking of obeying, I want to go to 1 Kings 17 right now. Go to 1 Kings. If you're writing notes down, write this down. Don't forget this right here. Uh, chapter 17, we're going to be reading verses 8 through 16. It says, Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise, go to Serapath, which belongs to Sidon. He's talking to Elijah right here. And dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. 
And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. So she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. That's a pretty bad day. Amen. Uh, Has anyone ever had a week like that? You're just like, you're at the the jack-in-the-box window, you're like, this is it. $2 tacos. We're eating it. We're dying. You know what I'm saying? This is a bad day right here. And Elijah said to her, do not fear. Go and do as you have said. Make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. Whoa, make me a first. Make me a small cake first. Bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and your son. So notice he didn't tell her, hey, make some and go ahead and go ahead and eat and then whatever's left. I'll, no, 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 no. He said right here, I'm going to have to read, I have to read, read this again. Do not fear, but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day of the Lord sends rain on the earth. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and he and her household ate for many days. Verse 16, the bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. The passage begins with the words The word of the Lord came to him saying, the word of the Lord came to Elijah, the word of the Lord came to the widow through Elijah, and the blessings and life of Elijah is going to be affected on how he receives and how he responds to the word of the Lord, and the blessings in the life of the widow is going to be affected on how she receives and how she responds to the word of the Lord that came through Elijah. And how many know it's not any different for me and me and you? For us, point number two, the blessings and life we live is affected on how we receive and respond to the word of God, even when it comes to our, thank you, sister, our giving, our hard-earned money, even when it comes to our finances. The Bible that we read, the word of God, is not only salvation, mercy, and love, compassion, but it is challenging. It's authority. It's unchanging. And we can receive and respond in a way that will affect us in a positive way this morning when it comes to our finances. The blessing and the life we live is affected on how we receive and respond to the word. Of God. Seek first the kingdom of God before yourself. 
Because how many know we want to take care of our needs first? And God says, no, let me, let me take care of your needs. Obey me. You seek me first. You seek me first and I will pour you out a blessing. There will be no room big enough to receive. You seek me first. Sometimes we, what we have in our hands, here I'll just show you, what we have in our hands is not enough to meet the need. Sometimes what we have in our pocket is not enough to pay the bills. Sometimes what we have in our pocket is not enough to pay the insurance. It's not enough, but it may be seed. Seed, as we give to become a harvest of spiritual finance blessing. Proverbs 11.24, there is one who scatters, yet increases more. And there is one who withholds more than is right. But it leads to poverty. This woman could have just been thinking about herself and her son and said, you're crazy. I, where has God been? I don't know. I'm going to eat and I'm going to die. Verse 25 of that proverb says, the generous soul will be made rich. And he who waters will also be watered himself. Church, if we could just have faith like this widow, she didn't have enough bread to go beyond a meal. She was planning on dying right after that meal. But the little she had became the seed for her harvest. I want to go to Luke 6, 38 right here. It says, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. My last point as we get ready to close church before we go into baptism right here. Point number three, God can use money. God can use money. I've seen it so many times. God can use this right here. This money that is no longer backed by gold, but backed by the promise of future taxes. How um, do you know, but God never, God's money, he don't need gold either. God don't need our money or gold. But this, this right here, God can use money to reveal our heart's condition. If you don't hear anything else this morning, God is concerned about the condition of your heart. So the question I had for myself and for you right now, church, how is your heart? How is your heart when it comes to, to giving? Is your heart divided? A sermon like this, does it really tick you off? I'll use the uh, King James version. Pisseth off? <laughs> it's in the King James. I'm not... Does it pisseth thou off? Because I don't know about you, but see, when I was living in sin, I gave all my, I, 
I gave all my money to the enemy. When I'm living in for the world, I don't mind complaining about, you want this? I'll give you, hey, whatever. And God, all he wants is 10%. And with everything going up these days, inflation, like I spoke last week, inflation going up. Aren't you glad our God's not up in heaven going, yeah, well, everything's going up, so 15%, 20% now. (laughs) You see, our God don't need, he he just wants our heart. He just wants our heart. This is important right here. It's right here. It's right here. I ain't going to mention names in my family, but it's right here where many were at this crossroad right here, and they said, oh, all that church wants is my, I'm out of here. And they miss, they miss, they miss a blessing. Amen. They miss spiritual Things out of nowhere. How many know that God, blessings is more than money? They miss it right here. It's right here where many leave. And they will never experience what God has for them. It's scary. Matthew chapter 19, my last verse right here. Matthew chapter 19, verse 16. Jesus counsels the rich young ruler. Listen to this story right here. Now behold, one came to him and said, Good teacher. Notice how he says good teacher? Like, he doesn't even call him Jesus or Lord or Savior. He just says good teacher. Because how many of you know, to people even today, he's just a teacher. He's not Lord yet. He's not Savior. Amen? Good teacher. What good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? So we said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good but one. That is God. I love how Jesus is always pointing to the Father. Always pointing to his Father. What an amazing thing. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. He said to him, which ones? Jesus said, you shall not murder. And you can see this gentleman right here. He has a little, you know, you can tell he's just a very smart man. You know, he's just like this. He's like, okay, check. What next, Jesus? I haven't murdered anybody. You shall not commit adultery. Check. You shall not steal. Check. Double check. You shall not bear false witness. Check. Honor your father and your mother. He's like, "Mm." check. (laughs) And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, all these things I have kept from my youth. What do I still lack? Here's a man who thought that if he did all the right things, he could have everything he wanted. Verse 21, Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect. See, Jesus already knew. He already knew. Jesus never questioned him on anything. He's like, yeah, this guy's a good guy, but he's lacking one thing. Jesus said, if you want to be perfect, which this word perfect is mature. If you want to be mature, seasoned, go sell what you have and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. Oh, And just like I told these guys here, you see these, I asked them the same question I'm about to ask you. And come follow me. Come follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. The bottom line is, Jesus told this young man, 
your heart is not right. It was a test of his heart. Sell all that you have. Again, there's nothing wrong with having money. There's nothing wrong with having money. But Jesus knew this man had an issue with the love of money because it's the root of all evil. What saddens me is what more could we have heard from this young man if he would have obeyed God? What chapters would we have read of this young man, the rich young ruler who now turned and followed Jesus? What could we have read about his life? But we read here he walks away sorrowful and we don't hear anything else from him. Come follow me, Jesus told him. It's the same thing he told his disciples. And some would say, well, they were on the opposite side of the spectrum. They didn't, they followed Jesus because they didn't have anything. I don't know about you, but I've met some pretty broke, stingy people. Yeah. <laughs> Amen? Am I the only one? You, you. Dude, we got the best kids in the world. Amen? I'm telling you right now. Wow. Amen. Come follow me. But he walks away sorrowful. This morning, how will you walk away from this sermon? How will you walk away from today? You personally. Because Jesus is also asking you, take this aside, just take this out. Take this out. Jesus is asking you this morning to follow him. Follow me. Follow, follow me. Mark chapter 10. I know I said one last one, but I gotta read this one. Mark chapter 10, right here, verse 23. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard is it for those who have who received riches to enter the kingdom of God? And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answered again and said to them, Children, how hard is it for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God? And then he gives them a picture. He says, It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. A lot of wealthy people that I've met who don't know the Lord, they, they don't need the Lord. They don't want to know the Lord. They got it, they've done it all by themselves. They pulled themselves up by their own bootstraps. They don't need God. And here he says right here, for a rich man to enter into the, into the kingdom of God. When it speaks of an eye of a needle, it's, it's not only narrow, but it's only tall enough for a human to get through. So a camel would not only have to unload all its baggage, but the camel would have to get on its knees to go through, which is not going to happen. So in order for a rich man to be saved, not only must he unload his possessions, but he must kneel before God, the creator. Amen. And gosh, by golly, I ain't doing it. I ain't kneeling before nobody. For those who trust in riches to enter in the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter 
the kingdom of God. This is the difference between the people God can use and not use. This young man did all the right things, but one thing, he, he refused to surrender his life fully to God. Don't let that be us this morning. Don't allow money to be your God. The Bible says you can't have two masters. You either love one or you hate the other. God says you cannot serve mammon and God. You either love one and hate the other. This morning, don't allow money to be your God. May God be your God and may he bless you with the little that we have or, the, or a lot, whatever it is, whatever he's given you, be faithful with that because the Bible says if we're faithful in little, we'll be faithful in much. And if we can't be faithful in little, we will not be faithful in much. Teenager, listen to me. If you're already getting money from your parents, I want to encourage you to, to hey, it's 100 bucks a week. Give $10 to the house of God. <laughs> whatever it is. Whatever it is. You know, hey, real quick, I, want, I was working at 14 years old. I had a job, I was working at Jack in the Box, taking the bus. You got your two boys working. Whatever it is, encourage them to give. Encourage them. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. Guys, you ain't getting no $100 a week from, from me. <laughs> That's true. I was thinking of Jack in the Box. I thought, yeah. Uh, sometimes, sometimes my kids, I'll go home and they'll check me. So thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Because, no, anyways. Let's bow our heads, church. Let's bow our heads this morning. Amen. Notice the rich young ruler walked away sorrowful because he relied on himself and his own material gain. This morning, brothers and sisters, you don't have to walk away sorrowful like this young man did. He had everything going for him. He did everything right, but there was one thing. Jesus this morning is reminding you to follow him, to believe in him, to trust in him, to surrender to him. And his will, that, your, that his will may be done in your life. Don't let money, don't let anything get in the way of your relationship with the Father. This morning, if you would like to make a commitment and say, God, I commit my life to you, my finances to you. I would encourage you right now to write that down in your heart. And maybe this morning you're giving to the work of God and you're giving tithe and offerings, but there's something else. There's something else that you're struggling with this morning. Whatever that is, we can give it to God this morning. I want to pray. And then we're going to go into our time of baptism. I could have my brother Matt and Amanda, if you guys could come and take the stage as we get ready to pray. But honestly, to, to be real with you, this is the most important time of the service is right now. There are, there, are people, there are people here this morning who might not know the Lord. 
Jesus is here this morning. He's knocking on your heart's door. He's saying, let me in. I'm here. I want to live. In, I want to. I want to reside here. I want to live here. I want to come into your life. I want to change your heart. Um, and as Jesus comes in, your house may need some construction, and He's here to help you with that. The broken, the, the holes in the walls, things that have happened in the past, He's here to He's here to fix this morning. And as you this morning say, Pastor, I'm not right with Jesus. I, I've never, I, you know, I, I, I don't know anything about this giving stuff. I don't know what you're talking about, but I, I do know if I was to die today, I would not make heaven my home. I am not right with God. I'm a sinner who needs to be saved by his grace, his mercy, his salvation, his blood. That's you this morning. You lift your hand. You say, Pastor, pray for me. Lift your hand. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. Anybody else? God sees that hand on his hearts. God sees those hands. God sees that hand, sister. Anybody else? Anybody else? I got to hold this out. There are people, there are lives. Yes, amen. On his hearts. God sees that hand. You can put your hands down. Amen. 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 I'm going to hold it out for, for a few more seconds. I got to hold this out. If it's you this morning, you say, Pastor, pray for me. Pastor, pray for me. Raise your hand. I would like to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. God sees that hand, young lady. God sees that hand. God sees that hand, sir. Thank you. I've said this before. How I many you know, church, we are all on this journey together, so we pray together. Amen. Let's pray together as our brothers and sisters, those who raise their hand. Pray this prayer. Do not be ashamed. The Bible says when we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, we shall be saved. This morning, God wants to set you free. God wants to set you free from addiction, from bondage. From the sin of this world, he wants to help you this morning. Pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. I repent. I turn to you. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Help me to be the person you've called me to be. I surrender my life to you. I surrender my family to you. I surrender my finances to you. I surrender my all. In Jesus' precious name, all God's children said amen. Amen. Church, thank you so very much. Did God speak to somebody this morning? Amen. Amen. Be blessed. We're going to be baptizing in a little bit. Thank you so very much. Amen. As we prepare for this time of baptism, Pastor Carlos asked me to read a passage about it. It's in Matthew chapter 3. We're reading verses 13 to 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, 
And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. At this time, we have a video about baptisms for you. Baptism is a symbol of what Jesus did for us in his death, burial, and resurrection. Being lowered in the water represents our old life dying. Life dying. Just as Jesus was dead and buried, our past and future sins are gone forever. We are forgiven. We are forgiven. When we are raised out of the water, it represents our new life in Christ. Just as Jesus was resurrected, we are a new, we are creation. A new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. has come. Today, today we celebrate as people take, take their next step and tell the world that Jesus has brought them from death to life. To life. To life. Today we celebrate the miracle of a changed life based upon their profession in Jesus Christ. In the name, in the name of, the Father, of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we are buried with Christ and raised, and raised to walk in newness of life. Newness of life. Dear sister who's getting baptized requested that she get baptized um, with water sprinkled over her head. So that's how we're going to do this first one here. Can we give a hand to our dear sister Martha? Martha Vivarola. When I visited the church, I started joining the Spanish congregation. Then one Sunday, we did a mixed service with the English congregation. This Sunday, Pastor Todd let Pastor Carlos preach. I loved it. It was as if no one else was there and Pastor Carlos was just talking to me. It still feels like that. I was raised Catholic and was not a very good Catholic. Just going on major holidays, I have had 13 knee surgeries and all the kneeling hurt. But when I walk into this church, I feel no physical pain and God speaks to my heart. I am now coming to church all the time and I've given all of my life to Christ.
Mike Kroll. I was, I was born Seventh-day Adventist. I have also gone to different churches, and I fell out of touch with the Lord Jesus. I have done things that I regret. In the last three years, I met a beautiful lady. She taught me the meaning of life. Both of us found true love and started to follow the Lord again. Since I have started to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, I have quit chewing tobacco and drinking and have a good career thanks to Jesus. Lisa and I just got married last Saturday. I am ready to be a born-again Christian and walk in the ways the Lord wants me to. Crawl. I was I was raised in a Christian home with my mom, went to church and was in the youth group. As I got older, unfortunately I became further away from the Lord. I went through an abusive marriage. I kept praying for my God to make me and my children safe and be away from that type of life. I finally left when I hit rock bottom, became homeless, and did not have my children for two years. To which I am very thankful this happened because it brought me back closer to my amazing Father, Lord, and Savior. Today I am happily married to Mike, blessed with Everett, and have my kids with me. I am now walking, breathing, and living every day with my Lord, hand in hand. Today I am here to be baptized and to be cleaned. I am ready to be born again Christian. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He raised you to life. Amen. Donnie Brown. Why I want to be baptized. Baptism as a member of the home church of the Nazarene with my life committed to the Lord above all is eternal. I have strayed from my spiritual journey for a period of my life and admittedly questioned my faith. I let darkness cloud my thoughts and actions. The Lord has heard and hears my prayers and blessed me with love, guidance, shelter, and healing. The Lord has blessed me with the love of family, church, and neighbors. The Lord has changed my life forever blessed me with forgiveness, changed fear to courage, changed darkness to light, shown me the path to true love. Accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior has set me free. Tracy Brown. 
why I want to be baptized. I want to show my appreciation for everything that God has blessed me with in my life. God has pulled me through some very dark times, which has opened my eyes and showed me a better way to live. One huge thing is that God has brought me closer to my family and especially my husband. God has also helped me find a wonderful church, which has given me an extended family that I am proud to be a part of. Tracy, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Be raised in the light. Majesta Painter. When will you come back? I will wait for you. I will keep calling. I hear you crying out to me when you are in pain, in need, but when will your lips praise my name for all I have done? I freed you from the bondage of an abusive relationship. I blessed you with children, a dream you've had since childhood. I blessed you with a healthy marriage. Still, something is missing from our relationship. You have called out to me and I have answered, yet you do not see my word as absolute truth, nor do you see my son's sacrifice as your invitation for salvation. You slip further and further into the paralyzing depths of depression, held captive by your guilt and past mistakes. You take for granted the treasures I have given you. This is my interpretation of God's conversation with me. I was in a point in my life that I was one small step away from making the mistake that has no return thinking all along that others in my life needed saving. The undeniable truth is, I also was in desperate need of salvation. Deadly depression had a firm grip on my soul. By the grace of God, I would always back down from my rec reckless plans of finality. Mental health issues can be very elusive, invisible when the victim wears a colorful mask. Today I celebrate my second baptism, the first being when I was 16. you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We praise life. Andrew Millam. My experience with Christianity would not make a very interesting movie. <laughs> I was raised as a Christian from birth, and for as long as I can remember, my faith has only continued to grow and solidify, especially in the past few years through Pastor Carlos's sermons, youth group, Sunday school, and Bible quizzing. However, I have never been baptized, and Jesus commands us to be baptized. In Matthew 28, verse 19, Jesus instructs the 11 disciples Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Because of this, I have chosen to be baptized today as my public testimony that I have asked Christ into my heart and that I commit to follow the Lord.
baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Be raised to new life. Uriah McDevitt. Hi, I am Uriah, and I think baptism means that when someone goes under the water, their old life lays down, and their sins have been erased and forgiven. And then when you come back up, you get the new life God promised. And why I want to get baptized is because I just asked Jesus into my heart, and I want to be forgiven of all my sins that I have done. in a time of prayer as we close out today. Father, I ask that you be with everybody in this congregation in person and online and that you would especially be with our new members and our new baptisms. We ask that you would guide them as they realize that this is the first step in the journey of a new life with you and not a final destination that you would find them discipleship and growth in your name so that they may continue to persevere and grow in your faith. We ask all of this in Jesus' precious name. Amen.